0: This is an adult education podcast of Lanier Technical College. If you are a lawful resident of the state of Georgia and are interested in more free lessons to improve your English or prepare for your high school equivalency diploma, such as the GED or HISET, please visit our website, www.LanierTech.edu. Click on adult education and follow the instructions. And now for our lesson. An important topic to understand in mathematics is expressions. Expressions can be used to represent real-world information mathematically, and so they can be a useful tool. Expressions are not the same as equations. They contain no equal signs, only terms and operations. This means they can contain numbers and letters, and these letters represent numbers that can change, or what we call variables and orders of operation, symbols for adding, subtracting, multiplying, or dividing. A key type of expression we will look at in this lesson is polynomial expressions. These expressions contain variables, for example, x, which can be multiplied by exponents, squared, cubed, and so on, and they also contain coefficients which are the numbers in front of variables and numbers that note by how much we multiply them. An example would be x squared plus 4x plus 4. In the description of this podcast, you will see a link to download a handout for this lesson called m1math4handout.pdf. You can download and or print this handout to help you follow along with the lesson and see how we would write out the math problems. The first problem, x squared plus 4x plus 4, is shown labeled on the handout under figure 1 and figure 2 on page 1. Hello, my name is Hallam Pope, adult education and ESL instructor at Linear Technical College, and today we will be learning about polynomial expressions. In this lesson, you will learn all about polynomial expressions. We will cover how to read and understand expressions, the common names for each part of an expression, and we'll focus on what makes up a polynomial expression. We'll practice how to simplify polynomial expressions. We will also look at how to simplify and change expressions with terms in parentheses into expanded polynomial expressions. If you're already feeling exhausted by all those math words, I'm sure you're not alone, but don't worry, we will cover all that language in detail as we move through the lesson. A lot of people seem to think that they won't use math all that much in their daily life, algebra especially. I often hear students cry, why are we studying this? I'm never going to use this after class. In some cases this is true, but that doesn't mean knowing how to solve algebraic equations isn't useful to know. You know, just in case. But in actual fact, many people use algebra every day, they just don't realize it. If you fancy yourself a cook, and you've ever had to adapt a recipe for more or fewer people, mm, congratulations, you're an amateur mathematician. When things get a little too complicated to do in your head, or if having accurate results is really important... Knowing how to write out your problem as an algebraic expression is a great skill to have at hand. Anyone with hopes of a future career in a STEM field, take note. An understanding of polynomials will be incredibly helpful when interpreting data, producing graphs, and when engineering structures or computer programs. And for those of you preparing to take the math portion of the GED exam, I've got news for you you're going to have to know about and understand polynomial expressions to score well. So let's go ahead and get started with polynomial expressions. We'll start with a simple question. What is an expression? In mathematics expressions are made up of terms. These are things that can be added, subtracted, multiplied, and divided, etc, etc. We have an example of an expression 4x plus 4, and this expression has two terms, 4x and 4. We can then separate the parts of terms into two types, variables and constants. Now just as it sounds, variables are numbers or values that can change. These are often represented by letters like x, y, a, b, etc. You can think of these numbers as values like the amount of apples sold in a day. So we might say x equals the amount of apples sold per day. And since this number can change day to day, we know that x can change, it can vary, so it is a variable. Unlike variables, constants do not change. They keep a constant value. So, in our expression 4x plus 4, x is a variable, and that last 4 is a constant. For help, look at figure 2 on page 1 of the handout. Some terms are a mix of regular numbers and variables multiplied together, like 4x in our example. The number that we multiply x by is called a coefficient. We say that these numbers are made up of factors. So one factor is the coefficient 4, and the other factor is x. See figure 3, page 1 on the handout for help. So to quickly recap, expressions are made up of terms. Terms can be variables or constants, and some terms are made up of smaller parts multiplied together and we call these small parts factors. So, in our expression 4x plus 4, we have two terms, 4x and 4. x is a variable, and the plus 4 is a constant. The term 4x is then made up of two factors, the coefficient 4 and the variable x. All right, now, I know that's a lot to digest, but we're done with learning new words for now. Let's have a quick break and practice breaking down some expressions. So first, we'll look at the expression 5a-7. You can look at figure 4 on page 1 for help here. So once again, 5a-7. Now, what are the terms in 5a-7? In this expression, we again have two terms, 5a and 7. Now if you got that right, you're off to a good start. Next question, what is the variable in 5a-7? Did you say 5a or a? The correct answer here is a. a is the variable. Now, what about the factors? What are the factors in 5a-7? Okay, so here the biggest thing to avoid is confusing terms and factors. The factors in 5a-7 are the two parts of 5a that are multiplied together. So the factors here are 5 and a. They make the 5a. All right, next one, what is the coefficient? So what is the coefficient in 5a minus seven? Remember, we can find a coefficient in a term with a number and a variable multiplied together. The coefficient is the number that we multiply the variable by. So here, the coefficient in 5a minus seven can be found in the term 5a. So the coefficient is 5, the number that we multiply the variable a by. All right, and now this last one should be easier. What is the constant in 5a minus 7? So we have the last one left. The constant is the number in the expression that does not change. Here we can say it is 7, or more accurately, we could say it is minus 7. Okay, so hopefully that was a helpful short practice session. Uh, We'll now start having a look at what we call exponents. At the start of the lesson we briefly looked at a slightly longer expression, x squared plus 4x plus 4. Now what exactly is x squared? You've more than likely seen this before. If you're trying to visualize it, This would look like the letter x with a very small 2 in the top right. You might know that to square a number means to multiply it by itself. So we know that x squared is x times x. When we square x, the little 2 we note in the top right will be the exponent. You can see this on the handout under figure 5 on pages 1 and 2. It is important to know that we don't only square numbers, or multiply variables to the power of 2, but we can also cube them. That is, multiply them to the power of 3. This means that we multiply x by x, and then multiply by x again. We can note x cubed with the letter x, and a small 3 in the top right corner this time. The exponent here is 3. And we can do the same thing 4 times, 5 times, and so on. We often say x to the power of followed by the exponent. So x to the power of 4 is x times x times x times x. And it is noted with an x with a small 4 in the top right. So just to give an example, and you can look at figure 6 on page 2 to see this, we may have a term 2y cubed, or 2y to the power of 3. That is 2 letter y small 3 in the top right. In this term, we have one factor, the coefficient 2, another the variable y, and then we have the exponent 3. By now, we should be able to label each of the parts of a polynomial expression. We'll practice this more a little later, but next up is a look at how to simplify expressions, and a little bit about what that means. Now, the term simplify may seem obvious to some, but let's just quickly define it. In math, when we say simplify, we usually mean to take an expanded expression, a longer and maybe even more chaotic or disorganized form, and change it to a simpler and shorter expression. One main way we do this is through grouping like terms together. Now, remember our definition of term. This is one part of an expression. In the expression x squared plus 4x plus 4, we have three terms, x squared, 4x, and 4. So, what are like terms? By this we mean terms that share the same format, or they share the same variable and exponent. For example, 2x and 7x are like terms, because they share the same variable x. 5a to the power of 4 and a to the power of 4 are like terms, because they share the same variable a and the same exponent, 4. And finally, we can say that the terms 7 and minus 5 are like terms. They share the fact that neither has a variable or exponent. You can look at figure 7, page 2 of the handout to see some examples. So then, what do we mean by grouping like terms? Put simply, This means adding, subtracting, multiplying, or dividing all the like terms in an expression. We'll start with a fairly simple example. We have this rather long expression, and try to listen out for the like terms here. You can write them down, or if it's helpful, look at figure eight on page three of the handout to follow along. x squared plus 3x plus 3 plus 2x squared minus x plus 3. Alright, so one more time, x squared plus 3x plus 3 plus 2x squared minus x plus 3. So what are our like terms here? Well, first we have x squared. Did we have any other terms with the same variable x and the same exponent squared or 2? Yes, we have both x squared and plus 2x squared. So these two are like terms. Okay, so what's next? We have uh, plus 3x and minus x. These again are like terms since they share the same variable x. And notice that x and x squared are not like terms here. Finally, we have plus 3 and plus 3 as like terms. So, we've identified the like terms, and now we can put them together. We add x squared and 2x squared, and this gives us 3x squared. We simply add the coefficients together. You can think of x as having a coefficient of 1, so it's like adding 1x squared and 2x squared together. 1 plus 2 equals 3, so we get 3x squared, or 3x to the power of 2. Then we add plus x and minus x. You can think of this as 3x plus minus 1x. If we add a negative number, this is the same as subtracting, so we get 3x minus 1x, which gives us 2x. And finally we add plus 3 and plus 3 which of course gives us 6. Putting this all together, our original expression x squared plus 3x plus 3 plus 2x squared minus x plus 3 becomes 3x squared plus 2x plus 6. So there you go, we just simplified our first expression, not bad. Before we move on, I want to introduce another thing to you. I know, right, there's more. Yes, just a little, it'll all make sense in the end. Often in expressions, you will see parentheses. For those that don't know, these are the curved lines that look a bit like a straighter letter C and another backwards C. You'll see them surrounding a group of numbers in a mathematical expression, and you'll also see them used in writing. You can follow along with this example by looking at Figure Nine on page two of the handout. What you need to know about parentheses is that they are just a shorthand, sometimes an easier way of writing something out. Let's give an example of how they can be used. Say we have an expression that looks like this: two open parentheses two x plus one close parentheses. So two open parentheses, 2x plus 1, and close parentheses. Now what this means is that we take the terms inside the parentheses and multiply them by what is directly outside the parentheses. So here we have 2 outside the parentheses and inside the parentheses we have 2x plus 1. To simplify this expression We must multiply 2x plus 1 all by 2. And to do this we can multiply each term by 2. So 2x multiplied by 2 is 4x and 1 multiplied by 2 is 2. And put together that is 4x plus 2. So 2 parentheses 2x plus 1 close parentheses is the same as 4x plus 2. Simple enough, right? Alright, we've got just a little more to cover before we start looking at more examples and giving you some practice problems to try yourself. Now, one thing we need to understand about simplifying expressions is what we call the order of operations. Now, operations is just a fancy name for adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing. But also grouping like terms and expanding parentheses. One way that we can remember this order of operations is with the acronym PEMDAS. That's P E M D A S. PEMDAS. And this stands for Parentheses, Exponents, Multiplication, Division, Addition, and Subtraction. And this represents the fact that when we start simplifying an expression we start with expanding the parentheses first, then we multiply out exponents. For example, if we have 2 squared, we could expand that into 2 times 2, which is 4. And we eventually finish with subtraction. So we go multiplication, division, then addition, then subtraction and it is very important to remember this order because doing these operations in a different order can give us a different result which as far as you're concerned could mean an incorrect answer on a test all right let's try a quick example you can see this under figure 10 on page 4 of the handout 2 to the power of 2 plus 2 open parentheses A plus 7, close parentheses, divided by 2. All right, so once again, 2 to the power of 2 plus 2, open parentheses, A plus 7, close parentheses, all divided by 2. So with PEMDAS, what do we do first? All right, so of course we expand the parentheses. so we multiply everything in the parentheses that is a plus 7 by the number just outside 2 so we do 2 times a plus 2 times 7 so we get 2a plus 14 alright so what's next? the exponents pe so we multiply out 2 to the power of 2 which is 2 times 2, which is 4. So far, we have simplified our expression to 4 plus 2a plus 14, all divided by 2. So what about now? Well, we do m. We don't have any multiplication, so next we'd look at d, division. At the end of the expression, we have divided by 2, so we divide 4 plus 2a plus 14 and divide that by 2, which gives us 2 plus a plus 7. After that we have a addition, so we can add the 2 and the 7 together, which gives us the expression 9 plus a. We don't have any subtraction to do, So we are done. We simplified the long expression 2 to the power of 2 plus 2 open parentheses a plus 7 close parentheses all divided by 2 down to a plus 9 by following the order of operations through PEMDAS. The final thing we'll cover is simplifying and expanding expressions with multiple sets of parentheses and adding two polynomial expressions together. The process is much the same as what we have already been doing, but it can get quite complicated and confusing quickly, so we'll try to make it easy. First, we'll be adding two polynomials, since this is more straightforward than it might seem at first. You can find this example under figure 11, page 5 of the handout. Let's add the two expressions, a squared plus 3a minus 1 and 2a squared plus 2a plus 2. You can think of this as adding two expressions or just simplifying one long expression. So once again, a squared plus 3a minus 1, plus 2a squared, plus 2a, plus 2. So what should we do? It's common to start with the largest set of exponents, which are a squared and 2a squared here. Remember, when we add these, we can treat this like 1a squared, plus 2a squared, which gives 3a squared. The next highest exponents are 3a and 2a. We can actually think of these like 3a to the power of 1 and 2a to the power of 1. And if we add these terms together we get 5a. And the lowest exponents are minus 1 and 2. You'll notice that there is no variable a here. Remember, if we add a negative number we are subtracting, so here minus 1 plus 2 is the same as 2 minus 1, so we get 1. So a squared plus 3a minus 1 plus 2a squared plus 2a plus 2 gives us the simplified expression 3a squared plus 5a plus 1. But what if we had an expression like open parentheses y plus 3 close parentheses and then open parentheses y plus three close parentheses again and to help make this clearer you can look at this expression under figure 12 on the fifth page of the handout so once more open parentheses y plus three close parentheses open parentheses y plus three close parentheses Here we have two sets of parentheses, so what do we do first? We take each term inside one set of the parentheses and multiply them one by one with the terms in the other set of parentheses. So we can start with y in the first set and multiply it by both y and 3 in the second set, which gives us y squared and 3y. Then, we multiply 3 by both y and 3, which gives us 3y and 9. So, altogether, we have y squared plus 3y plus 3y plus 9. Are we done? Not quite. We can still simplify this expression by adding the two y terms together. So 3y plus 3y, and we get 6y. So finally, we have the simplified expression y squared plus 6y plus 9. Hopefully that is making some sense to you, we'll we'll go through one more, and how about the expression found under figure 13, pages 6 and 7 of the handout. Parentheses 2x squared plus 3x plus 5, close parentheses, open parentheses, 3x plus 3 close parentheses. Again, parentheses 2x squared plus 3x plus 5 close parentheses and open parentheses 3x plus 3 close parentheses. So, what do you recommend we start with? As before, let's start with the highest exponent 2x squared and multiply it by each term in the second set of parentheses, 3x and 3. What is 2x squared multiplied by 3x? Well, when we multiply these two, we can first multiply the coefficients 2 and 3, to give us 6. And then we multiply the variables and exponents. x and x squared, or x to the power of 1 and x to the power of 2 and this gives us x cubed or x to the power of 3. We then simply put those together and we have 6x cubed or 6x to the 3. All right, so that was step one. Next we have 2x squared times 3 which gives us 6x squared and we're done with the first term 2x squared. The next term in the first set of parentheses Is 3x. So we're going to multiply this by 3x and 3. With 3x times 3x, we multiply the coefficients 3 and 3 to get 9, and then we multiply x by x and get x squared. Put them together and we have 9x squared. We then multiply the 3x by the 3 and we get simply 9x. And our last term in the first set of parentheses is 5. We multiply both 3x and 3 by 5, we get 15x and 15. So if we gather all the terms we have after multiplying and expanding the brackets, we have 6x cubed plus 6x squared plus 9x squared plus 9x plus 15x plus 15. Now ask yourself, are we done? And if not, what do we do next? Right, we can still simplify. So what like terms can we group together? Our highest exponent is in the term 6x cubed, but there's nothing we can simplify here. We have 6x squared and 9x squared that we can add to make 15x squared, and we simplify a little. Next, we can add the 9x and 15x to make 24x, and we've got that 15 left over that we can't simplify anymore. So, in the end, we've simplified the expression. Open parentheses 2x squared plus 3x plus 5, close parentheses, open parentheses 3x plus 3, close parentheses all the way down to 6x cubed plus 15x squared plus 24x plus 15. Alright, so that was a lot, but hopefully by now you can see that even the more complicated tasks aren't so bad once you break them down. Alright, so now that we've covered all of that material, it's time for us to practice a little more. And see what we can remember so far with these kinds of problems it really is a case of practice makes perfect so if this is still a little difficult I encourage you to take any opportunity to practice that you can you can follow along with these questions on the handout by looking under the section practice questions on page 8 of the handout the answers and methods used to work out each answer are shown on pages 9 to 13 after this, but try not to look at these answers without giving the practice problems a go yourself first. Okay, we'll start with a quick labeling exercise to recap important terms. So, question one what can we call this? 2x squared plus 2x plus 4. A an operation, B a term, C an expression or D an exponent? What can we call this? 2x squared plus 2x plus 4. A an operation, B a term, C an expression, or D an exponent. So hopefully we said this enough in the lesson that you'll be clear on it by now. The correct answer is Is this is an expression. Question 2. Name the terms in 2x squared plus 2x plus 4. Name the terms in 2x squared plus 2x plus 4. Alright, we have three terms in this expression. We have 2x squared, 2x, and 4. Question 3, looking at the same expression, 2x squared plus 2x plus 4, what is the exponent? 2x squared plus 2x plus 4, what is the exponent? And here the answer is 2, the exponent is 2. The term 2x squared is 2x to the power of exponent 2. Question 4. In 2x squared plus 2x plus 4, what are the variables? What are the variables in 2x squared plus 2x plus 4? The variables are represented by the letter x in this expression. In both the terms 2x squared and 2x, we see the variable x. Question 5. In 2x squared plus 2x plus 4, what are the coefficients? So what are the coefficients in 2x squared plus 2x plus 4? Now remember, the coefficients are the numbers in front of variables. So in front of both x squared and x, we see the coefficients of 2. Question 6. In 2x squared plus 2x plus 4, what are the constants? In this expression, we have just one constant, and that is the plus 4 at the end. Question 7. What are the factors in the terms in 2x squared plus 2x plus 4? So what are the factors in the terms in 2x squared plus 2x plus 4? All right, in question 2, we identified the terms were 2x squared, 2x, and 4. So what are the factors? We can break 2x squared into two or three factors. We have 2 times x squared, or 2 times x times x so 2x and x are factors here and the second term 2x can be broken up into two factors 2 and x so altogether the factors in 2x squared 2x and 4 are 2 2 x x and x all right it's time to simplify some expressions now let's start simple question 8 Simplify the expression, open parentheses, b plus 2, close parentheses, open parentheses again, b plus 2, close parentheses. So, what's first? Start with the biggest exponents. Here, the two b's. We multiply the b in the first set of parentheses by each term in the second set. So that is b times b. Which gives us b squared, and b times 2, which gives us 2b. Then we'll multiply the 2 in the first set of parentheses by each term in the second set. So we get 2 times b equals 2b, and 2 times 2 equals 4. All together, this gives us b squared plus 2b plus 2b plus 4 but we're not quite done because we can simplify this by adding 2b and 2b to give 4b, leaving us with our answer b squared plus 4b plus 4. The next question here will be a little harder. Okay, Question 9. Simplify the expression 3b squared plus 4b plus 1 Open parentheses, 3b squared plus 4b plus 1, close parentheses. Open parentheses again, b squared plus b, close parentheses. So, one more time. Open parentheses, 3b squared plus 4b plus 1, close parentheses. Open parentheses, b squared plus b, close parentheses. So, again, start with the biggest exponent, 3b squared, and multiply this by each term in the second set of parentheses. With 3b squared times b squared, we keep the coefficient 3 and add the exponents 2 and 2 to give 4, so we get 3b to the power of 4. 3b squared times b gives us 3b cubed, or 3b to the power of 3. Then we move to 4b, the next term in the first set of parentheses, and multiply this by each term in the second set. So we get 4b times b squared, which gives us 4b cubed, 4b times b, which gives us 4b squared, and finally we have 1 multiplied by everything in the second set of parentheses. So 1 times b squared which gives us b squared, and 1 times b which gives us b, and we can gather all our terms that we have. So our long list here is 3b to the power of 4 plus 3b to the power of 3 plus 4b to the power of 3, plus 4b to the power of 2, plus b squared plus b. What can we simplify? We can add 3b cubed and 4b cubed, and that gives us 7b cubed. And we can add 4b squared and b squared to get 5b squared. The result is the expression 3b to the power of 4 plus that 7b to the power of 3, or cubed, plus 5b squared plus b. And this question is as hard as any you'll get on the exam, so if you're already comfortable with this, uh, these kind of questions should seem really doable on the exam. But we'll finish with just a recap of PEMDAS, our order of operations. So, question 10. Simplify the expression. 2 squared plus 4, open parentheses, b plus 1, close parentheses, minus 3. So remember, PEMDAS, what's P, the first thing? This stands for parentheses, so we multiply everything in the parentheses by 4. We get 4 times b which gives us 4b, and we get 4 times 1, which is, of course, 4. So we have 2 squared plus 4b plus 4 minus 3. Next is e. What does this stand for? Exponent. This means next we need to multiply out 2 squared, which is 2 times 2, which gives us 4. So now we have 4 plus 4b plus 4, minus 3. Next up is m, multiplication, and then d, division. We don't have any of this to do, so next is a, addition. We add 4 and 4 to give us 8, and the expression 8 plus 4b, minus 3. And lastly, of PEMDAS, we have s, subtraction we take the 3 from 8 to give 5 and our answer is 4b plus 5 now really well done if you got that one as I said this will take some time and practice to master but once you understand it you will find it easier and able to do it much quicker which will of course come uh, very much in handy during the test alright so with that we are reaching the end of today's lesson Before we leave, let's quickly recap what we covered. We looked at expressions and learned how to label each part. Expressions like 5x squared plus 3 are made up of separate terms like 5x squared and 3 that can be added, subtracted, etc. Terms like 5x squared can be separated into factors like 5x and x. The term 5x squared has the coefficient 5, the variable x, and the exponent 2. In 5x squared plus 3, the plus 3 is called a constant. One operation we can perform on a number or variable is raising to the power of an exponent. The two most common you will see are x squared and x cubed x squared simply means x times x and we note this with the letter x and a small 2 in the top right. And likewise x cubed means x times x times x and it is noted with the letter x and a small 3 in the top right. An important takeaway from this lesson is the process for simplifying expressions. We do this by grouping like terms together and following the order of operations, PEMDAS. Remember, like terms are terms that share the same variable and exponent. Some examples would be 3a and 4a, x squared and 3x squared, 2 and 1, and 3b cubed and 2b cubed. The order of operations, PEMDAS, stands for parentheses P, Exponents e, multiplication m, division d, addition a, and subtraction the s. When we simplify an expression, we start with expanding the parentheses and multiply each term inside the parentheses with the terms directly outside them. For example, 2 open parentheses x plus 2 close parentheses. When expanded, is 2 times x plus 2 times 2, so 2x plus 4. We then multiply exponents. This means we multiply out 2 cubed to be 2 times 2 times 2, or 8. That's 2 times 2, 4 times 2, which gives us 8. And x squared times x cubed becomes x to the power of 5. We add the 2 and the 3. Or we could say x times x multiplied by x times x times x becomes x times, x times x times x times x times x five times. Then we do multiplication, then division. After that, add the like terms together and finish with subtracting whatever is left over. And finally, remember that when we expand expressions with two or more sets of parentheses, it's usually best to multiply each term in one set of parentheses with all terms in the other set of parentheses, one by one. For example, open parentheses x plus 1, close parentheses, open parentheses x squared plus x plus 1, close parentheses, We would multiply x first by x squared, then by x, and then by 1, to give x cubed plus x squared plus x. Then we would multiply 1 by x squared, then x, then 1, to give x squared plus x plus 1. We then have this long list with x cubed plus x squared plus x plus x squared plus x plus plus 1. If we simplify by grouping or adding like terms together, then we get x cubed plus 2x squared plus 2x plus 1. And the key here is practice. Get used to using and understanding all these words like exponents and coefficients until you don't have to think much about what they mean. Keep doing practice problems until you feel confident and ready to take on that test. Uh, like the math portion of the GED. And with that, I hope you enjoyed this lesson on polynomial expressions. My name is Halen Pope. Thank you for listening and good luck with any of your upcoming exams. This concludes the lesson. Please make a note of the time, complete your log sheet, and turn your log in to your instructor at the end of the week. Then complete the follow-up activities assigned by your instructor or in your course module. This podcast has been a production of Lanier Technical College Adult Education.